I've been thinking about making a shirt that just says, I'm I'm a predator in a cool way. I'm a predator, but in a cool way. But in a cool I'm, way. In a cool way. You can have a, you can have a picture of yourself like chugging milk and like screen print it. Yeah. No, I, I, I looked into like getting a, like a printing press for a shirt, but like, unless you're buying from like AliExpress, no one's going to sell you like a singular shirt printer. So it's all going to be like commercial in bulk. So it's yeah. like $20,000 for one machine. It's yeah, well, I'm we're all recording. Welcome to the podcast, uh, Hate World Conference first episode. Um, our my co host Paul, information blocked, me, William, information blocked, doxing averted. Welcome to the podcast. And I remember the they used to make like those Nerf guns, like there was Nerf guns for like, like you, oh, there's Nerf guns for kids, but then there's like the Nerf guns that were cool and they shot like. Like the the little yellow balls instead of the regular bullets. Yeah, it was the it was the Nerf guns like with Manchelin as the target audience. Yeah I, yeah, I remember those. I don't know. Like, there's there's probably like a subset of guy out there who's just like truly unique. Like everyone like has like the same like uh, archetypes, roughly speaking. Like yeah. not like in a sort of like Jungian, you know, cultural way, but sort of like just like a social like spectacle, and you know, material conditions like give rise to like X amount of people or uh, character archetypes so it's like oh you you have like the dissenter you have like the rebel etc but then like you you must truly like have a very unique life path to be the guy who's like super into nerf like because that kind of guy is just like reserved for like card games i guess or like yeah. video games to another extent but like to be the guy who like is insanely into like nerf wars now remember um remember gun versus gun like the brothers who are like heavy you know what i was as I was saying that, that literally like popped in my head, and I used to watch them so much as a kid, and I literally remember like they none of them would ever lose. It's like it's like the same kid mentality of like, oh well, you played rock, well I played Jesus Christ with a laser. Yeah. Um, like at the end, like one of them would like come back in like the goofiest way ever. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I remember like like I'm gonna be back. Make sure to like the video so I come back and I kill my brother. With the uh, dude, ho- holy shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there would be like. Uh, like to see who wins next yeah dude they're still going are you serious how old are they yeah. let me look this up yeah the, dude, they gotta be like in their 40s because that guy You're, wait that guy, no had way. Kid, that guy had kids like when they were starting out like the the bald guy he had kids dude they look so old now yeah they're fucking ancient their last they, i mean i think they do it more as like a reunion or like spiritual upkeep thing because i'm looking at it right now like Dude, if you if you go to the thumbnails, this is like truly unique behavior. Like, this is a type of guy who would like never exist. Be you know behind if the industrial age wasn't a thing, like this guy would never exist. This is like adjacent to like um like Elsa vaccine stuff. Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Dude, I'm, like, I'm still looking at this guy's YouTube videos, and he has not changed within ten years. He still looks like a like a gooner. Like he yeah. still has the same hair. Like he just he just has like an insane fear of dying because there's no way that he plays with kids' toys for ten years in a row with the same like mid two thousand skater hair. Holy shit, dude! Yeah. At first, I thought it was a wig, but no. Like he, he yeah, actually he, styles, he his really hair like styles his hair like that. Styles his hair like that. He wakes up every morning. He grabs an he grabs an iron and he just like stares at himself in the mirror while he like irons his hair. You know that scene in Nightcrawler where uh, like uh, Gyllenhaal like starts like screaming to the mirror and like breaking it. Yeah, I imagine like this is what this guy does when he like looks at his Nerf guns in the morning. 
Yeah. <laughs> he just You think you think um this guy this guy has to have like a wife or something. You think he she ever like wake wakes up in the middle of the night and he's just like sitting in a chair with like a nerf gun in his hand and a bottle of whiskey? Yeah, no, I thought you were to say like he like likes to like watch in the corner with like a Nerf gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like sitting in a dark corner, and he's just like go back to sleep. Yeah, uh, yeah real, uh, real Hemingway stuff. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, I remember. Uh, while yeah, have you ever seen that uh, Hector Lavoe like documentary, like docu sort of? I've never seen that actually. Yeah, yeah, it's like Mark Anthony plays Hector. Oh, actually, I take that back. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and J-Lo plays his wife. Yeah. Looking back, J-Lo must like have been... J- J-Lo looks so... Must have been so fucking hard to work with, bro. Considering just, like, the type of person she is. Yeah, I mean, any celebrity in this general, like, diva queen sphere is going to be like that. True. I do not trust that any of them are good people. No. That's no, just, no. Like, just, like, a very salient observation. Sort of, like, anyone can make that. It, but, like... Man, like... It's more apparent with like like these like sort of diva women from New York, uh, like like J Lo, Nikki, like Cardi B. Don't speak on my queen, Nikki. <laughs> no, no, there's no way Nikki's like a good person. <laughs> oh no, definitely not. Definitely not. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, you know the type of person who like not only has extreme like self commercialization, and like you can make an argument that like in the broader scope, it's some sort of like uh, subterfuge concerning. Uh, female self-worth or um you know like over sexualization yeah you could make the argument but like to say that like nikki is like not implicit in that like bro you understand like that anaconda video like changed the lives and trajectories of so many people yeah first time i heard that shit i was that shit actually like changed something in my brain chemistry yeah I rem- switch. yeah i remember i was like like I was like nine years old when I saw the Bees in the Trap music video, and I was like, "Oh, you felt different feelings that you never I felt before." I felt different, yeah. <laughs> Nikki made me into a man. Yeah, I mean, I just imagine like that type of stuff. I just imagine like a scenario of like, um, like kids discovering that stuff, like they can actually do that kind of stuff, and like showing each other like sleepovers. It's like, look at this video. Why do I feel funny? <laughs> Wait, guys, I gotta go to the bathroom. Hang on. Wait, guys, I want to use the restroom too. Hurry up. <laughs> that, that definitely happened. Yeah. That happened. That happened to you specifically. Yeah. Yeah, I was groomed. Yeah, you were I was groomed. A you were a groomba. <coughs> oh, uh, you ever heard of Dean Williams? No. Oh, Dean, Dean Blunt. I meant Dean Blunt. Dean Blunt? Yeah, Dean Blunt, like the singer. Okay, so, like, he's, like, this indie artist, right? He made, like, songs with, like, his ex-girlfriend. And, like, I guess he had, like, like producing credits on, like, most of her shit. So when he found out that she was, like, fucking with someone else, he, like, wiped all of her music from Spotify. That's insane. Like, he ethered, like, all of her shit. Yeah, he just banished her to the ether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just banished her to the ether. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he, he uploaded this cryptic as YouTube video, like it's like, you delete me, I delete you. Yeah, I love those type of guys. Guys are just like completely unhinged. Not like yeah, unhinged yeah. in like a traditional sense of like being crazy, but like and then there's like the evil guy who like who doesn't think that what he's doing is wrong and he acts well about it. And then there's like people like him who like 
not only act poorly, but they don't understand that they're acting poorly. So like they feel vindicated. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. Just, like those people, like three hundred, four hundred years ago, they would be like just the town idiot. Yeah, just like the the pettiest, most childish type of shit. I fuck with his music heavy though. I feel like he's a really good artist, but it's just like sometimes sometimes people just do like petty shit for no reason. And yeah, it's, it's not. Funny. It doesn't have any like screaming vocals and you know breakdowns with drop D tuning, and they're talking about murdering people. So it's not good in my opinion. Yeah, because you fucking like, heavy metal freak. Um, thanks. It's not heavy metal. It's just called metal. Heavy metal is a specific subgenre owing to the progenitors of metal, including British New Wave. Okay, it's not just heavy metal. Heavy metal is a subset of metal. Okay, guys. I used to be that kid. Growing up, I, uh, yeah, yeah. my first like hyperfixation was like metal. So I would just be like, I would like force myself to like listen to shit that I just genuinely did not enjoy. Now I will say I do like a lot of that kind of stuff, right? But yeah. It has to come with like a certain I don't know how to describe it like oomph. Um, it has to be like well done. You know, you're not hurting your vocals because it comes through and it makes your you know, your your uh, scream sound horrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I used to be like really crazy to that stuff. So I was like, um, actually, so there's like this underground, like Swedish death metal band. Um, and you know, of course you would know them because you like listen to like pop and like Taylor Swift and stuff, right? Um, Gags, have you ever heard of Mayhem? Dude, fuck. And you know what? I'm, I'm over it. It doesn't make me mad anymore. Because you want to know why? Because Mayhem is a shit band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's not. They're not good. And they made that one like uh, movie, like what's it, like uh, Lords of Lords of Chaos. Yeah. about like mayhem and it's like it's just modern myth like you want to actually know what black metal is like today go to Varg Birkinus's Twitter and like look at his tweets about like how autistic men are the true white saviors like it's <laughs> you cannot be like you know oh, I'm like a punk radical black metal leftist or you know whatever fucking zeitgeist identification you want to shrink yourself into but um, like it's just so funny because it's like some of the lyrics are like, I hate God and Christianity, but also Muslims should kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um that one like uh metal lead singer who was like singing about like skeletons in his closet and like having yeah, skulls. Yeah, you're you're talking about one of the uh backup guitarists for Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he, yeah. he had skulls in his home legitimately. He wasn't like actually lying. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking <laughs> ill. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like I like Cannibal Corpse, but they're a little bit like they're like lullaby music. Like if you were to take their chord structure and remove the dissonance and remove the um, actual like distortion, it would sound like lullaby, like the chord progression of a lullaby. Like da na 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 na. It sounds yeah. like a fucking lullaby for babies. <laughs> I like lullaby shit though. Yeah, unlike me, like I also listen to, like like cool esoteric music, like have a nice life. Giles Corey, I'm cool. Fuck, I hate music so bad. I fucking hate music. I just feel like yeah, my taste in music lately is just getting more like laid back, I guess. Because I used to listen to a lot of like I guess you could say heavy shit, but not really. Yeah, because like, I mellowed out. I mellowed out. You're older. Um, it's called um having no enemies. Um, <laughs> it's just so, gay. Uh, it's so fucking stupid it, is like, it, it presumes the idea that you like have the capability to make enemies but like bro you're terminally online you have no enemies except you, the ones that you imagine like you dead ass literally have no enemies not even in your real life 
like yeah like have like saying you have no enemies is like implies that people have like the energy to consider you pay attention to you like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that's just not the case for you though yeah unlike me i actually have like cool enemies and i have yeah i got ops you know i got ops guys i got ops yeah the people down the street who looked at me funny last week yeah those are my ops yeah my ops are like the burgeoning thoughts of Wanting to kill myself at work for my customers, <laughs> and like forever change the trajectory of their lives, dude. I don't know. Like, it, I, I used to get like really mad at customers, like because I've been working like wagey lives, like wagey jobs all my life. Yeah. So I would like get really mad at customers, and like my first like form of like release or like sublation was just to like some something like David Foster Wallace should be like, okay, well maybe they're having a hard day and they're like you know have impatience, and I was like, I would yeah. try to like construe some like fake empathy within me to like make sure they don't like rot myself from the inside out and like become like really hateful but recently i've just been like you know what what if i just kill myself <laughs> having someone live with the the guilt of like they, they like you're the reason i killed you're I know, like, the reason it's like people who like do like political suicides like they're not making any real substantive change but like they by destroying themselves they actually become whole by having that complete sense of self by being vindicated so in fact, you need to destroy it to become whole. It's it's dialectical UOC. When you make a joke where the abstract is centered on itself as the abstract, it's making fun of the absurdity of it. Like, isn't yeah. it so absurd that like this thing is actually like a real phenomenon? Yeah. So as long as you say within the bounds of like a hypothetical or like you're talking about the actual act of it, right? You can make a joke about racism, but versus making a racist joke, right? Yeah. You know, once you apply that terminology or methodology outside of itself and transpose it onto like a real actual thing, it no longer becomes dependent on the reality of how absurd it is. It becomes on, dependent on the reality of like how true that specific bigotry is. So it's like a joke about, you know, how absurd is versus like a joke about like actually people, right? It's sort of like Soviet humor, which is like a lot of like self degrading, like. I fucking hate my life because we're like so shitty. Yeah, but uh, I don't even like make racist jokes. I I just be like using like the ironic like hyperborean like language coded language. I started I started doing this joke where like actually true true Aryans aren't white people. It's actually um, it's I mean, actually that's, five that's foot... kind of what Indian. That's what like Indian nationalists think. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not actually Aryan if you're like a. If you're like a six foot white man with blue eyes, you're actually a true Aryan. If you're um a dark skinned Peruvian, who's like yeah. four foot ten, which is <coughs> I I do believe that unironically, you know but, the chosen the chosen people are are Peruvian and they're yeah. I mean dark. it's just like like white people like to make fun of like black people for like like wanting to like believe that they had strong roots and such yeah and saying like oh you know we were um we was, kings we were, in Africa because yeah. Kemet means black land and like. I understand this the like resentiment there of like you've been so like subjugated that you like want to like return to some sort of myth mythicized past where you weren't so i understand that but at the same time it's like white people are just like just as guilty like their equivalent is like we was scythians and shit we was like drinking raw milk and shit like we was conquerors in the central asia and shit like bro you are not Turkish. <laughs> Like my Indian like me and society teacher, he's like a, he's like this like in his like seventies or some shit, 
and I was reading his textbook that he wrote. And in, he was talking about film. He has a section just labeled Blacks. And it's talking about like... <laughs> what? Yeah, African-American like films and shit. And he's just like, the Blacks are... They have a very long history in film as being depicted as the underbelly of society. And it's just like... I mean, like, true? like but True, no, but like, you no don't have to say rap. Blacks. Can you just say like the African you know, politically correct term? Like, you know, I'm not a fan of PC culture, but like, yeah. Well, and if you're gonna say black, don't don't say black. Like, say like you know, black. don't say black. The black. It's like it's like that one. It's like that one. Uh, WWE shit is like I'm not a big fan of the black people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that? Randy Randy Orton has like this spiel where it's like it's not over. It's not over till I say fuck. Let me search up Randy Orton spiel. Yeah, he also he also had this he also had a separate thing for like like LGBT cinema and he was <laughs> and he describes like gay movies. These gay movies came out in 2016. Like, I, yeah, I, I, homosexuality I, was invented when Moonlight came out. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I love Moonlight. What a great movie. Mo- Moonlight was like Moonlight's like one of, one of the best movies probably ever. Yeah. I like to make fun of people who like A24, but like I'm just as guilty. It's just a good yeah. like they make excellent movies. I, they're, they're making a new one with um, Nick Cage soon where he's like a he's like a teacher and he's in everyone's dreams. Yeah, Nick Cage is like Nick Cage is such an odd guy. I don't know. Uh, for him, he just represents like the mediocrity of Hollywood where you can just like have a cushy, comfortable role and like put less and less effort until ultimately you're known as like the hippie campy guy who like Oh, he's just there because you know we like him so much. Like, you cannot tell me like Nick Cage's like last five movies were actually fucking good. And if they were good, it wasn't because of him. I I, I get it. Now he's older, so he doesn't get like a lot of roles anymore. So he has to sort of settle for like A minus and B list movies. But Uh, like, just just not like Willy's Wonderland or any. Don't play in Sloppa, bro. Do not play in Sloppa. What was that one movie that they made about him? Like it was like Pedro Pascal was in it as like some guy. You see what I mean? It's a self-conscious realization of like, oh, I'm a mediocre Hollywood guy. And I'm so fucking mediocre that now I have my own movie about my own mediocrity. Yeah. Dude, my, my favorite scene from Nick Cage is where he's like, um, I've been thinking about this recently. So you know in the beginning of Lord of War where he's like, 100 million billion bullets every minute. Can you imagine? Can we like, can we do that with like r slash Guten Caves where it's like, one trillion sperms, uh, spermazoid cells fired off every minute. My question is, how do we get them to the other side? There's 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 ten goon caves per suburban American home. <laughs> there's ten goon caves per suburban American home. And my question is, how do we spread that to fifteen? Fuck, how I need we... to look up the actual monologue, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's just like he, and then he was in that Renfield movie where he's like like a like a vampire, he's like Dracula. I re- I really hope this this new movie's good. Because I know I saw I saw Bo is afraid. Uh, you did, dude. That shit so Freudian and real. I love Freud. Yeah. Holy shit, I love Freud. <laughs> yeah, nothing is worse than like a freshman like psychology major. Of uh, it's like oh well, Freud wasn't correct. It's like you shut your dirty mouth. There's do not insult my king. Yeah, you, we give Freud a lot of shit, but like, come on, you. Uh. 
did you you saw, that, you saw that one scene i was talking to you about right where he's like yeah and he's like fucking dick in the attic like a fucking yeah. huge penis in the attic yeah it's very just like terribly on the nose shit someone someone described it to this movie to me as jewish guilt the movie that strikes very it strikes hard as fuck especially like the lawyer who is like very like condescending the yeah. entire time but I, f- I don't know i feel like that it's obviously very like over the top and like self-indulgent but there's just like certain parts of that movie that just like didn't really contribute anything like that whole like part that was a play it's like three hours long is it not it's yeah, a long it's ass three, fucking movie fucking three hours long and it's just like maybe like an hour and a half you could have cut like that like that play scene where he's just like walking through like like different like sets i don't know i kind of think of it as sort of a sacrificial thing like you need to show the mundane and overly elegant aspects so that the corruption at the bottom of it hits harder yeah yeah so it's it's sort of like if you think about it in a way it's sort of like aztec right yeah you need to like sacrifice things in order to preserve the cycle very at the nice. bottom at the bottom of everything it's a bleakness and destruction and nothingness but to preserve against that you must sacrifice constantly see so yeah, the aspects are right and everything people are trying to make fun of them like say like, oh well they the conquistadors are right it's like sorry bitch this human sacrifices will continue they will continue <laughs> like it's actually like really like zace and like schopenhauer pill to like have that sacrifice it's yeah like, actually we should be sacrificing firstborns please get the history of my culture right please guys but yeah that movie was very like good at um sort of making you uncomfortable the most uncomfortable part of the movie <coughs> for me was like the um the part where he was like staying in the house and he like the the sister was like fucking terribly mean to him the entire time yep. just like making like making him like smoke weed in the car and he's like freaking out dude the movie can just be said of like Le sex is the bad. Le sex is the bad. Actually, it kind of makes me. There's no way like Ari Aster isn't just like that. He's he's probably like Bo to an extent in real life. Oh no! I mean, it's a fucking biopic. It's there's yeah. no way that it's not. Yeah, he he probably freaks out exactly like that every time he has sex. Like he thinks he's gonna fucking murder the girl. No, no, sex is bad. Like no. his mom's, his mom's face is like appears on the girl. Yeah. Uh See, that's why Freud's right. Yeah, you. It's not how you always have sex. <laughs> that happens every time you have sex. Yeah, that happens every time. Isn't that normal, guys? Yeah, isn't it normal to th- just like think about your mom when you're having sex, guys? Right. Yeah. Guys, yeah, that's right. But no, it's like uh, Mishima and, like Confessions of a Mask for like. He the story's about like a boy who's like ostracized for being homosexual. He's happy, unhappy in his marriage, or whatever. He's like bullied as a kid for growing up for being weak, and he jerks off to that. Is it a Giuseppe painting? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like uh, the painting of like a man with like arrows in his abdomen. Yeah, it's from the Bible. But um, the kid jerks off to it because he finds it like hot, and it's like, dude, Misha, it's okay. You you jerked off to the painting when you were a boy. Yeah, it's you okay. Can... <laughs> 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 you open fucking go holy fucking shit like <laughs> authors will like you know Hemingway does this a lot like they'll just insert their life stories but as like a um it's like a motif or a yeah. bit of reference but they won't actually fucking say like yeah so this character X 
fucking jerked off and like I didn't do it, but like I relate to it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like it's just always like uber specific scenarios. It's like, come on. Like, dude, it's okay. You 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 fucked it you fucked a prostitute and you felt bad about it. It's fine. You can say that. Sorry, my throat's like really dry. I've been really sick. I think I might have strep throat, but like I drink like so much water every fucking day, but the dryness just doesn't go away. It just doesn't go away. It's just a constant thing. Yeah, there's a constant pain underlying my throat. Yeah, sort of, <gasps> sort of representational of Lilith. Guys, it's like, like it's like Camus and like. Have you guys ever heard of this guy called Sai Sai Fus? Yes, like, personally, I'm like an existentialist. Like, you have to like make your own meaning, man. You ever? Oh, you ever, I just made my own self mad, bro. <laughs> like, you you ever read this guy called Nietzsche? It's actually Nietzsche. It's like Nietzsche, bro. Yeah, I just fucking hate people like that. I, my fucking philosophy. I told you about this. He was like in class the other day. He was like, I believe in the God of Spinoza. He's he's always like super like critical of religion too. He's very like yeah. empiricist and shit. Yeah, he's an empiricist Spinozist. He's going to hell, I fear. He's going to fucking hell. <laughs> he's going to hell, I fear. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Just... shit, this kid is going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that one, like, green text, where it's, like, the guy who's, like, a Cyril scholar. He, like, spent, like, 300K on his PhD. And, like, no one will hire him. So he, like, works at a Wendy's in Louisiana, and he, like, lies about being a felon because it covers up the shamefulness of his existence. That's just, like... <laughs> It's just so fucked up. Just spending all that money and you just can't find one job. You're it's over. You're you're a sinner. You're satanic. You're going to hell. You're gonna die working at Wendy's. And you're gonna end up in a grave, a shallow grave, filled with nothing but ancient empty tombs for which no one will have read. Damn. If if just, I don't become like, pissed off. If I don't become like a pretentious fucking asshole like Jean Luc Godard sort of ass. You need you need director. to like go to like coffee shops and like have like a little like moleskin notebook and like yeah. periodically like turn around and see if anyone's like looking at you like guys look how smart I am. I I had I had I sit outside like a some fucking fuck off Starbucks and I'm just sitting there like smoking like a pack of a pack of cigarettes. I go through the whole pack see if anyone's looking at me. Yeah, dude, I can't wait to smoke. I can't wait to be old. Enough. Yeah, I can't wait to give myself like lung cancer. Yeah, honestly, lung cancer is to be honest. If people. Like, they wouldn't make smoking look so cool if it wasn't good for you. It completes the idea of, like, self-annihilation, too. So it makes you seem, like, you know, cool and detached. But you persist in your own annihilation. It makes it... It's like why drinkers look cool. Just the long drag of cigarettes pisses me off. The long drag? Yeah, it's like, oh, dude, just puff it. (laughs) I like a long, I like a good long drag, honestly. Yeah, I like a long drag show too. It sustains my, uh, my virility. Yeah, but yeah, French cinema is actually the worst. I will say though, I think uh, Le Samurai by Melville is pretty good. Yeah. But bes- besides that, it's just like my favorite fucking thing that white people ever did was they just took 40, 47 Ronin and put a white guy in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's like Tom Cruise, right? Was yeah, um, they just made like if you cannot tell me that's not a prime, like like people's like American imperialism isn't real. Like you're telling me that's not like 
the prime example of American imperialism. Yeah, it was fucking. <laughs> it was Keanu Reeves. It's fucking Kai, dude. And it's like they also. I think they have, the last samurai is sort of like an adjacent film in terms of like the white savior vibes, but um, it was like they're stealing white culture and like putting black people in it. This is deplorable, and it's like, like in what fucking world? Like, dude, your story is cool, but it's got too many yellow people in it. How about we put a white guy as the character? Yeah, some white guys in. It's like it's like with um, like how a bunch of spaghetti westerns were based on like older um samurai movies. Like um, like like John Ford had a bunch of influence on like uh, Kurosawa's work and shit. Yeah, but everything about Kurosawa's work is that like he just did not compromise on the practical effects of like someone got shot. They they got shot with an arrow. Yeah. And it's yeah, like a bunch of like fake, you know, fake blood bags and stuff. But a lot of times it's like, no, oh, fuck, our guy actually got shot in the, in the liver. Yeah. We're fucked. <laughs> We're so fucked. It's so, it's so Jover. Every Kurosawa movie I watch, I'm like, damn, it's so fucking Jover for these characters. Like, uh, my favorite movie of his is High and Low. And like the ending to that is so fucking funny. Because the guy is just in prison and he's like trying his hardest to pretend like he's like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm actually okay with being in prison. But he like gets to a point where he's just like fucking like shaking the cage he's in. He's just fucking trying to like break out and shit. It's just so funny to me. Because it's like, yeah, damn. Talking about the arrow scene in... Fuck, it has blood in the name. It's the blood movie. Uh, Throne of Blood. Yeah, yeah the, the one that's based on Macbeth. Mufuni is ascending the castle, or not the castle, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and they just fucking shoot like a bajillion arrows at him. That he had to have hit, been hit at least fucking once. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Part of that before, yeah, he had this like, he must have been in like actual pain. And you know, it's like, it's one shot, buddy. The, the wood's expensive. Wood is expensive. It's yeah. a lot of manpower. It's a lot of construction. Like. If we're gonna shoot a fucking hundred arrows at you, we we can't do it more than once. The and then what was that? I haven't seen that one yet, but the Orson Welles also made his own Macbeth, didn't he? There's been it's crazy. There's been like three different interpretations of Macbeth. It's um Denzel Washington was uh, did his own Macbeth. I will say Denzel Washington is probably like the most like versatile actor in any piece of media ever conceived. Yeah, dude. Dude's amazing in anything. I'm looking at, I haven't seen this movie yet, but I'm looking at the screenshots of it. It literally just looks like uh, Ingmar Bergman's work. Mm. It's all connected. It's like yeah. all connected, bro. If, if you if you look at the history of fiction, it's all connecting the dots. <laughs> my favorite thing, my favorite thing when like the Northman was still in theaters was like the Tiki Torch dudes were like, Anna Taylor Joy is like, the real white trad woman we love. It's like some like birth of a nation shit. It's yeah. like she's so serene and like, dude, she's a fucking Hollywood actor. She's probably just as degenerate and decrepit as everyone you hate. Yeah. Mostly the Anna Taylor Joy is kind of bad, but like in a weird like alien way. <laughs> yeah, Vince. <laughs> <coughs> it's how I feel about Bjork, honestly. No, I liked her. I liked her a lot in the in the the witch. I like to call it the bitch, but uh. You know the, the the witch with two V's, the the Vivich. The Vivich, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite scene in the movie is at the end where um like she finally gives into the, her delusions about Satan. And uh they go, it's like, without likes likest the tasteth of butter. It's actually a very powerful feminist critique of 
Yeah, I don't know. I, probably some bullshit you can make up there. Not not that that you know is bullshit. Actually, not that feminism is bullshit. No, I think I think it actually crafts something of a good hypothesis concerning like the subjugation of women in terms of like Protestant America and Protestant work ethic, coupled with like you know Christian normative you know theory concerning like women being silent in church. You could construct something there reasonably. We should also do a mega episode about uh, All Quiet on the Western Front because there's like three different movies about that already. Yeah, it should be like Trad's Ace. Like, um, guys, we cannot blame Germans because they were just like, you know, they were like fighting for their country, you know? They were what like, a f- <laughs> they fucking were, stupid opinion. They were, they were just like, just like us. They were just like us, guys. Guys, their, their country was in an amoral system. Therefore, anything they could ever do is automatically excused. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Hans Londo was just a product of his time, guys. <clears throat> I'm thinking we we should probably do like probably like a mega episode of like fantasy creature movies, thing about like zombies, werewolves, etc. No one yeah, wants I, to hear like the intricacies of like this guys. Is... This is like the philosophical backdrop of like Eastern European uh, Soviet uh, film. Yeah, no, no one, no one really gives a fuck about Stan Brakhage and why Dog Star Man is actually a perfect film. Like his whole thing is that he smashes bugs on reels of film and then just like, like shows it to people. Like, like Dog Star Man is a bunch of like shit like that, just like random shots of like clouds and mountains. I, we studied a bunch of shit like that, just like abstract fucking film. Like that one film is like. I love America and I love America loves me. We're just like an hour of a guy getting mauled by a coyote. Like it's, it's obviously just like, like bullshit. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, like yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's, you have to mediate it correctly. If yeah. you, if you do it just to be like corny and cool, it comes off as like, Oh, this is bad taste. But if you full commit and you make fun of the parody itself and like have X, it's like in the end of Django. If they had just done it slightly, it would have been cheesy. But the fact that when, like, he's blowing up Candyland and there's, like, blood in places that it shouldn't be, that works. Yeah. Right? Like, the, um, like her, like, him shooting the woman and she just, like, goes straight through the door. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. funny, dude. I want to watch yeah. Django again. Holy shit. Yeah. And <laughs> he fucking starts talking about, like, the fucking obedience core in the brain. I felt bad for, like, laughing because it's just so, like, asinine. <laughs> yeah. But that—that's what we were, like talking about earlier, like, like how ridiculous, like the whole hyperborea shit is, like. Yeah, like it's 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 funny to like talk about it in itself, but like applied out of itself, it's not really that funny. Yeah, this is why you can make really offensive jokes, guys. Follow this, follow this easy dialectical hack to be offensive <laughs> in real life. Uh, <laughs> social media hates him with this one easy trick. <laughs> this one. <laughs> Just make sure to give this explanation every time you make a slightly racy joke. <laughs> no, you see, it's you you won't see it's dialectical. When I say the when I say the n-word, it's actually deconstructing. It's actually a deconstruct if you listen, you, you need to read Hegel before you can understand the the, the level I'm working at. Okay. Yeah, you need to understand like, you know, an I you need to have a strong idealist framework to like Yeah, honestly, you need to start with the Greeks, bro. That's a fucking bait statement. Start with the Greeks. Start with the Greeks. Start with the Greeks, guys. Yeah, start uh, with just uh, the Greeks in general. Just any Greek. Yeah, everything's like made out of water. Just like start with like the pre-Socratic, like just physical bullshit. Like everything's made out of water. <laughs> you know, 
The universe always existed and will forever continue to exist. You seen the uh, shit that like Shlomo sends for like the book talk of like my vampire landlord? Dude, it's not even just erotic. It's like book talk. Uh, dude, I- I've been like getting into like this like erotica book talk, and not because it's like I'm some like degenerate, but like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's sort of the same thing with like um like like Japanese men making like hentai of like really like just absurd shit like uh, like, fuck, if... like like fucking a doorknob <laughs> yeah like you know this is insane sexual oppression like dude this is how you create like some of the best minds in the world deprive them of sex for like 15 years yeah. and like lock them and like see what they come up with <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no the so i remember it, it was like a meme that was spread around for a little bit but like the girl the girl is like um like a fucking like miniature she's like she's like a little fucking elf but she's dressed like a doorknob yeah and that's to, just rape fantasy and to, and to um yeah no literally like the and then a, like a like a homebreaker comes in and tries to unlock the door but she no. won't let herself unlock so she no. he's like with, he's like fucking with her with like like the fucking the shit you break like a doorknob with she's like fucking yeah, twisting like, it around and shit yeah oh like, my god yeah where can I read this? <laughs> <laughs> I like to sit in the corner. I like to sit in the corner with like my Nerf gun and like watch. Do you think the Nerf gun guy like makes his wife do like sex acts with the Nerf gun? With the Nerf gun? Because <laughs> you know, it's like this like weird like part of like Republicans who like are like they have some sort of like you know Freudian sexual attraction to a gun. Yeah, yeah, like as sort of like things. a as like as like a phallic powerhead. Yeah, and I see. This is why Freud is right. Freud provides such a great like framework to critique people's like sexual basises. Anyways, so it's like you know, Republicans have this like weird like the gun is the powerful penis, uh, you know, rhetoric going on. Yeah. So it's like, do you think that guy like makes like yeah, put that put the Nerf gun in your pussy? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Put the Nerf gun in your pussy. Yeah. I was just thinking about then he shoots it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, I I think gunplay is like a real thing, is it not? Like. Yeah, no, definitely. It's the same thing as like knife play. You need, you need to be fucking taking out Dahmer style, get like <laughs> yeah, you need, you need to be taking out Dahmer style. Like just getting fucking your shit clocked in by like some like black schizophrenic prisoner. <laughs> Have you seen? And we're we're starting to make movies about shit that happened like literally two years ago. Have you seen the? Movie I know, dude. Like, the fucking the the fucking Kanye West documentary. Yeah. Like how fast is the spectacle accelerating that we can't even wait at least half a decade? Yeah, just like, and like the, the that new um GameStop movie with like Paul Dano. It's, damn, at least like let it like, like we can't let ever it let ferment, anything rest. Let it ferment yeah. a little, bro. Yeah, we're just we're just getting this shit raw now, essentially. Yeah, yeah we're now taking we're, it raw. We're taking it raw. And I, I love that scene from Superbad where he's like, "Get ready to fuck, get fucked by the long dick of the law." <laughs> yeah. What a great timeless movie! Yeah, I really like I, that. Um, I love I love raunchy films. I don't care; they're like my comfort movie. Yeah, Raunchy's just a shitty ass. Like, you know, like how they all hang shit. in the same group. Like, yeah. uh, um, Seth Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and James Franco. Like they all and like Danny McBride. Like they're all like the same like ten actor circle. Yeah, I I like shit like um. They they have like the they get you know how like they give certain like groups of actors certain names like the frat pack or the brat pack, yeah yeah yeah, 
I, I, I'm much, I'm a much bigger fan of like American Pie, honestly. Shit, like American Pie adjacent. Dude, what a what an insane movie! Like, yeah, we're like so horny that we're gonna just install cameras in the girls' restroom and borderline sexually assault them. Yeah, but it's okay because we're just zany, wacky kids. We're just teenagers and living in America, dude. It's fine. I'm watching a guy stick his cock in a pie, dude. <laughs> dude, oh my god, <laughs> what is my life right now? I mean, it's like every kid has a experience of like stream like naked boobs. It's like yeah. <laughs> like the prefix of naked just makes it funny because it's like you don't need to put it naked. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's like um damn the first time I saw like like bare naked tits was in Harold and Kumar. Because I had like yeah, the upgraded yeah, yeah, DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, just like two two college bitches flashing her tits. That the favorite a- scene is I think is Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay where like he puts like a like a high-tech like bong but they think it's like a because he's like indian so like i think he's like yeah, a terrorist yeah. <laughs> it gets like pov man i fucking love helen kumar people who are like edgy and like trying to be like boundary like, bro, pushing. You're, you're gonna die just stop like stop playing with nerf guns you're gonna die in the next 20 years stop playing with, you're still you're still on fucking like, i know i know that you're scared to die but you don't need to act like a child anymore yeah, I mean the Nerf gun. I'm sorry, that Nerf gun thing is fucking crazy. Just yeah, because like they have. He, well, his brother has kids. I don't know if he. I don't know if Terrible Tommy has like any sort of like like family life. He probably does, but he just doesn't show it online. But you think he's ever fucked a Nerf gun hole? There's no way. He, he, <laughs> like he just got experimental with us. Like I'm like lonely. Like I play with this thing all day. Like, like oh. what if I just just once? Just like an, it's an experiment. He probably like shot himself in the cock with a Nerf gun. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure when he's like watching his watching his girlfriend get fucked while like sitting in the corner, he's probably yeah. thought about like yeah, yeah. He probably has like a Nerf gun safe word. No dart. Dart, dart. <laughs> I'm about to dart. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like Nerf or nothing or something. But yeah, it's Nerf or nothing. It's probably the it's probably the name of some hyper specific like Nerf gun, like Model J one one two seven twenty seventeen edition. Ah, Nerf rifle fate XXII hundred blast. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite Nerf blasters were the fucking like zombie ones because they were just so shit. Yeah. They started making like ones that are like just gel bullets now. Yeah, I I, I would I would just attach like tax to them. It's like, like on some real hater shit. Guys, it's not called Hate World because we're haters. It's called Holistic Therapy Enterprises. Yeah, it's not Hate World. It's Holistic Therapy Enterprise. We're actually going to help people and further like yeah. the betterment society. Dude, I feel like we're being like completely like indoctrinated right now with like this like better help like therapy app stuff. Like yeah. The iPhone now can like tell you if you're depressed. It's like this is just like modern like Orms theory and like have you no, seen you're that? You, you're sick because you have too much bile in your stomach. Have you seen that new shit on um on TikTok now where it's like like I don't have TikTok, like so you have to explain it to me. Okay, so it's like this shit called <laughs> shadow, shit called shadow work. I for, let me let me. It sounds familiar. It's like I will refrain from making any comments that might be misconstrued as sexist. <laughs> okay but it's like um i mean i say that but like dudes have the same thing they just use like jordan peterson for it yeah it's just like okay this way working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that repress and hide from yourself 
Yeah, that's just called psychoanalysis. That's just called <laughs> that's being just, just like psychoanalysis. But it's just called like, psychoanalysis. It's just like there's like like journals for it now. They're just called like the shadow work journal. Dude, shut the fuck up. Holy shit. Shut the fuck up. The it's just they just want to make it sound cool, but like it's this is just the basis of therapy. Like you yeah. have some a repressed unconscious emotion that's trying to burrow, at least in terms of like psychoanalytic therapy. Um, they're trying to burrow out. You need to address it. Like it's. <laughs> it's not like it sound cool and mystify it. If we're if we're being real, every <coughs> every like like so, sort of like self help fad just boils down to like okay, you just pray, just please pray, please pray, fellas. Felix Felix priest playing. Okay, you don't you don't need shadow work or any of this other bullshit. Dude, just, just believe Christ is Lord. Just to, believe Christ is Lord. Go to church. Go to Catholic go, church. Go to Catholic, I can't go to fucking, don't go to Protestant wear jeans church. Don't go to go fucking to, like Protestant rock concert every Sunday church. Please. Dude, the fuck, those, those Protestant videos are like, we praise the Lord with music. What the fuck is wrong with you? And it's like the shittiest like three chord. <laughs> and it's like the same lyrics every time. It's like, you are worthy. Yeah, you, dude. It's insane. I would rather go to fucking hell. Like chilling with Judas and Satan, and like listen to an entire concert. It's like he is mighty and saved me. Like, dude, Lord have mercy on me, a sinner. Like, fuck, I'm not listening to this shit for two hours. And you know the past just like girls at the concert. There's no way. It's like a it's like a youth pastor who's like 22 singing about like how he was saved. Saved from what? You're 22, bro. What have you? What irredeemable sin have you done at 22? Yeah. Other than like original sin. What have you done? You are rapist. I I have no faith in you that you're not rapist. <laughs> there there was a there was a service from one of these churches uh like last year for Christmas, and it was like people were like saying it was like demonic and shit because because there was like depictions of hell and it was like it, it was like <laughs> Jesus in hell or some shit. But it was like I think it was just like. A situation where the pastor's trying to be cool because it was like at the time of like the whole Donda shit, so he was like trying to be like cool like that, yeah. but it just ended up looking really weird and like satanic. Let me let me try finding it. Everything is like Hollywood celebrities like saying like, <sighs> there's this weird like trend among like older millennials to like ascribe metaphysical power to language. So it's like I didn't use words like understand. I use overstand you know what i'm saying yeah like you think like words hold some sort of metaphysical like mind altering powers it's like never humble yourself only rise you know (laughs) it's not withstand it's overstand or like oh you know with over some bullshit like that yeah and this same like buy for simplicity i think bleeds over into like there must be only one bad actor in the world Everything needs a simple narrative. There needs to be Christ, the devil, and that's it. Everything that's babe, I cheated on you because the devil took position of me. I'm sorry. I'm like this is the devil took control. I'm sorry. This is what I was sorry. <laughs> the Easter I... what the fuck is this? Yeah, why is Jesus hell burning? This yeah, is think... blasphemy. It's crazy. This is this is what Protestant look, anyone. Anyone in, who's listening to this right now, look up Easter service transformation. Dude, why? Why is there like scantily clothed women, yeah. <laughs> dancing near Jesus burning? Yeah, 
this is what Protestants believe. This is this is what Protestantism leads to, okay? Anyone who's considered going to Protestant church, please heed my warning. Heed our warning. Yeah. Return with a V. Return with a V to, to base trad Catholicism. Yeah, no, no, return to liberation. Yeah. Uh, theology. Dude, Mexicans and Latinos love liberation theology. It's fucking insane. Yeah. I can't blame them being subjugated for so fucking long. Yeah. I need to look up this video that you sent. Yeah, just like Easter Service Transformation Church. I'm sure this probably isn't the first time <laughs> something like this has happened. Um, who's that mega church pastor who's like insanely evil? Oh yeah, like like he buys like private jets and shit. He has a he has a fat nose. Who's the mega church pastors? Yeah, mega church pastor, private jet. Kenneth it's Copeland. Like, There's yeah, this video yeah, of Kenneth Copeland, and it's like. Well, how do you feel about this, you know, phrase about, you know, rich man shall not enter the heaven just as like a camel through the needle of an eye, or the eye of a needle. Or it's like, you know, how do you feel comfortable having so much wealth and like preaching all this stuff, right? And uh, he says like, aren't the Jews rich? <laughs> he just is like the most anti-Semitic shit, like <laughs> off rip. He's like, well, Jews are rich and they're sort of like Christians. So like, I should be rich too. <laughs> <laughs> That's... It's it's wild, preach fucking mega. There was who's the other one? It was like like a big like big head. Joel of Osteen, hair. I think. Joel Osteen. I heard videos like these guys on YouTube saying, "Joel Osteen, take a picture with me." Yeah, man, I love you. What's up? Oh, you know you're a piece of shit, right? He's like, you're, yeah, you know yeah, you're yeah, a piece yeah. of shit. You go to hell, right? He just like laughs it off. He's like, yeah, I know. He doesn't even look like a real person. He looks like. He looks like if you asked AI what like a preacher looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a shell of a human being, he's he looks like he should be in like a Terry Gilliam movie. Yeah, yeah he looks like he should be like a NPC in the background of like a video game. Yeah. Anyways, back to my conversation. Like, I think this idea of like sort of like everything needs to be some sort of have some sort of metaphysical mind altering power is just so like embedded into like everything. People lead such mundane lives. Like, oh, I'm not traumatized. It's my Earth seedling alien from another world being stuck not being able to like you know what i'm saying she like that like yeah. star seed it's like bro just be fucking normal life is boring holy fucking shit yeah society is interesting history is full of wonders but daily life is boring sorry to bring it to you yeah you'll probably have like 10 uh, like life-changing events that'll have like any meaning to anybody in your entire life on this earth thanks lest we not forget that decades happen in weeks and weeks and decades. Yeah. Well, what was that? It was that one TikTok that Shlomo sent into like the group chat. But, like it was like a like a lady like looking to the past lives of people who were like abu- who are abuse victims, and like oh actually you deserve it because it sa- it says here in my in my head that you actually- <laughs> it says here in my head. Like, <laughs> where, where is that written? Where is that written? Yeah. So like um, it's like this lady. Saying like you have seven percent soul rot because you killed a person in your past 7% life. Seven percent soul rot. Yeah, yeah. So something along the lines of that. Just like you have seven. Engine, Engine, and I's new troll has just been to like ask people like, "Where is that written?" Like every time they have an opinion, we just say like, "Where is that written?" Where is that written though? Is that written? <laughs> Can you quote that, please? Where is that written? <laughs> Guess that really surprised me was um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. 
Cuomo, I understood because he's trying to work on his own like Newsmax stuff, so he needs the clout. Yeah, but Neil deGrasse Tyson also does like a lot of podcasts. I know he was on Theo Vaughn's podcast. Basically, anyone that'll just like let him talk, just fucking yeah. He likes to like jerk off his own ego. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I'm so smart. Fuck, I'm so smart. (laughs) He made this one TikTok a while ago where it's like, what if 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 the multiverse theory is true? Maybe there is a a world out there where all of its denizens embrace science. <laughs> Fucking God. Like, it's just a joke. It sees the guy's a, like, he's a mimetic. Like, he's a walking mimetic device. There's, yeah. he, he knows it. He embraces it. Yeah. I, I don't believe that it's not, like, intentional. Man, I used to think Tyson was so cool back in, like, elementary school. Yeah, when I was, like, thicker, I was like, science is cool, y'all. Like, when he was doing, like, the Cosmos show, I thought Cosmos... Dude, I loved... I actually loved Cosmos so much. Cosmos was a fucking amazing show. Dude, I felt so smart for watching that show when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, God might not be Le Real? <laughs> wait, Le God is, like, Le not, like, Le Real and stuff? Le God is not Le Person? Yeah. What? Um, I believe in the God of Spinoza. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fucking shit. shut your mouth shut your yapping blabbering mouth <laughs> first of all you don't believe in the god of spinoza if you are truly spinoza's then you are a mode of god holy yeah. shit it, it was just because like, he was trying to sound cool because he was definitely trying to quote like einstein because einstein said the exact same shit yeah like he was trying to sound like cool and philosophical by quoting Einstein. no bro you're fucking you're an empiricist and you teach at like a like a public four-year college in the middle of fucking nowhere. At an intro level. Intro level, no less, yeah. <sighs> I told you about, like, like the Italian foreign stage exchange student who, like, sits in the front fucking, like, talking his, talking the fucking professor's ear off. He, he'll always say, like, some shit about, like, religion. Every class, without fail, he'll just be like, well, religion is actually all a lie, so... He, I don't know. His his accent is really hard to pin down. At first, I thought he was like, like somewhere from South America, like maybe Argentina. But it... okay, so <laughs> guys, we're the guys, we're the tanks. So we can we can say that Argentinians. Yeah, guys, I have blue eyes and blonde hair, but I'm I'm Latin American, bro. I promise. You know, it sucks being from like a lesser known country because you know, like every time you're country goes to like try to compete in the world cup they're just not gonna get in i think the mexican aliens that they said are from peru yeah they're peruvian they're from like yeah i don't Dude, know what an embarrassment what a fucking embarrassment fucking clown country uh, it's, it's probably gonna come out sometime later that it was like <laughs> i just imagine it's so funny just like like these ancient civilizations is having like the wherewithal like a sense of humor to like Oh, maybe the, to troll maybe, us to fucking, to troll, fucking us. troll us, yeah. Just put a fake fucking <laughs> alien in a box, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because of like, I mean, it's like it looks like gray eyed, big head aliens, you know. We just we just happen to like be exactly pinpoint right about it. I, I saw this one really funny video where it's like the alien's actually a cake, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, like, the people who were, like, doing the, all the scans on it refused to send samples out to other nations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because why would they, you know? Yeah, yeah, why would they, they? They want this ancient knowledge to themselves, even though they published it. It's, even Don't worry, they'll, they'll, find, they'll, they'll find the key to Agartha. 
<laughs> have you seen that one meme where it's like that that hyperborean alien is like you have a negative cathol tint you don't have <laughs> you don't have a10 positive <laughs> cancel tilt predator yeah. eyes holy shit yeah i'm yeah. glad i don't watch that stuff but yeah i mean i feel like we can just like you know edit out roughly all the rough patches of silence yeah some insensitive comments perhaps yeah <laughs> um yeah i think generally moving forward we just want to set a precedent of like this is a film um podcast first and foremost yeah and it's a it's a culture and you know random bullshit podcast secondary yeah yeah something else before we close it out or no i'm kind of ti- i'm not tired i'm I've, I've pretty much exhausted all i wanted to exhaust for right now i could yeah, I yeah. Could keep talking for like multiple you know more but like why it's not gonna yeah. be relevant all right well guys we're gonna end it here thank you First episode of Table yeah. Conference. The schedule we should probably be making what you want to say like every Friday or Saturday. Probably yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that's doable at least. I would say maybe like every Friday, just on Fridays. Maybe not every Friday, but just on Fridays in general. Just depending yeah. on like when we can fit out the stream schedule in. Yeah, and if 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 we miss a Friday, please just don't threaten us. Please don't send illicit pictures to my DMs. Yeah, that would be very tragic. That'd be very tragic, pathetic. Fully automatic. Fully automatic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think moving forward, the roadmap should generally just be like thematic movie reviews and just discussion of film in general. Yeah. Um, film podcast first, bullshit second. Yeah. Um, this is my first podcast ever, guys. This has been roughly a year in the works. <laughs> in the works, we, this means procrastination. This means like every time we've had an opportunity to record, we just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And just conflicting schedules and time zones, but yeah. Yeah. Um hopefully we can have more people on. Yeah. We I mean we have two it's like quote unquote guests, I guess, but I mean the hosts, you know, Shlomo, yeah. Shlomo, when probably it would be it would be very hard to have Shlomo yeah at the same time because that means we'd have to stay up until like three in the morning. Or yeah, you'd have to stay up until like six in the morning. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's just conflicting schedules. Anyways, thank you guys a lot for listening.